Stay a while and listen. Welcome to a segment dedicated to Decker Kane. We are the Decker Kane headquarters, Decker Kane 24 7, where we take every word that wise man once said and dissect it for deeper meaning. That, or this is just a segment for gaming stories. As achievement hunters, we have plowed through countless games, earning countless imaginary internet points, but somewhere along the way, we actually experience what we feel are some enjoyable stories, and we would like to share them with you. It's time to talk story, so stay a while and listen. I am joined by a masterful storyteller who is a legend around these parts and has been Chivo hunting and talking Chivo hunting much longer than I have. He is Freemhole. Thank you, Elroy, for the delightful introduction. It has been quite a while since I've been on a podcast, about a month, which seems like forever. Uh, I've had to do my vocal exercises. Uh, I've taken oh, yeah. ample amounts of pre-workout just to maintain <laughs> the level of enthusiasm that I hear from you. And I've listened oh, to your very sequential segments, and I feel like <laughs> I should introduce you in a similar fashion. So, oh, while he oh. may be the 1,058th ranked gamer <laughs> in visual novels, he is the number one narcissist in the Achievement Hunting 101 community. It's Elroy <laughs> OMJ. Oh wow, that was some pleasantries. Well, here's the Thank thing. Now, I mean, and narcissist might come off like a bad thing, but <laughs> it's only because I don't spend that much time on Discord. I think I might take that from you, but you know, uh, uh, between the <laughs> two of us, there's plenty of ego to go around. Oh man, you ain't kidding. Plenty of stories, I hope. Absolutely. Now, jokes aside, I I'm I'm super happy to join to join you here. We we did have that one podcast together on on the Z to Z. But I've always... Man, I, 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 did so, I did so good that you invited me back immediately. <laughs> well, I gave you your own segment, and then I never talked to you again. Uh, I did wonder what would happen if we collaborated on something. Uh, you know, would it be this harmonious choir of angels that I imagine, or a cacophony of utterances as we both try to get a word in edgewise? Oh, man, probably the latter. Could, but... could go either way? Could go either way? <laughs> I don't know. Place your bets now, folks. <laughs> we'll see. We don't know what's going to happen here. Elroy, I have to ask, though, how is it staying up to Freem Standard Time? I imagine this is pretty late for you. Uh, yeah, it's uh, man, it's 9 o'clock. The, the, the pups have been fed. The kittens have been put to bed. And, uh, yeah, Kelly's already abandoned me. She's, <laughs> oh, she's yeah. asleep, so, yeah. My I'm, wife I'm has taken enough cold medicine to knock out a horse, so she's <laughs> gone. She's All dead right. to the world. <laughs> well, there you go. We It sounds like we're in the same boat here. So, yeah, uh, as long as you get me uh, uh, done by 10 and I get in my bed, <laughs> I'm, I'm good to go. I'll be I'll be worse up tomorrow. I'll buy so. you dinner first. Um, <laughs> before we move on to the delightful storytelling that's going to come, can I take care of a little business, kind of a little public service announcement? Oh, I like a good PSA. Okay. So you, most of the listeners know this, but I used to host a show called uh, The Z to Z Podcast, right? And we just ended about a month ago on episode 150. And I've been getting the bills and realized <laughs> that I need to shut down Libsyn. Uh, we don't have any money coming in, and so I got to shut it down at the end of the month, which means the podcast will no longer be downloadable. So if any listeners want to keep any of those old bits or save them for whatever reason, you guys have until December 30th. Just to be safe, I mean, technically I'm going to shut down on the 31st, but I don't know when. So the 30th, squirrel them away, hide them on whatever device you want, download everything you can, and we'll just lock down the final download numbers. But I, I just can't, because you know, I want to keep the contests going. And so I, I posted on Discord, I'm doing all those kind of things, but everyone left my Discord. So, uh, you know, <laughs> I feel like I might as well pimp my old show on this. But that is the old news. Let's move into the new news, the new the new world we have here, Elroy. Take it away uh, with some pleasantries. Right. Well, uh, this uh, show, I think what we're trying to accomplish here is we're going to be talking some stories. So we were wanting to do some uh, some thematic uh, stuff here because everybody likes a good theme, right? So, For sure. Yeah, so I think 
you picked the topic for this first week here. Would you like I, to tell people about it? I gave a couple of options, and, yeah. and I think the best way to start off this segment, really to start off a storytelling segment, is to do the best stories. Ooh. Things that have been epic in our gaming lives, things that fill us with a sense of joy, <laughs> dread, whatever. All but right. the reason we got into this, and uh, and so we compiled a couple of stories. Now, there's lots of these stories to go around. I'm sure you you had no issues coming up with piles and piles of stories. Well, without without a few epic gaming moments, uh, you might stop and think, well, what the what the hell am I doing here? If I'm not <laughs> at least getting something out of this, right, right. right. Yeah. So that's what we chose: epic gaming moments. I have three delightful stories uh, that I that I can reflect upon uh, that just bring a smile to my face and and truly define who I am as a gamer. Elroy, what did you bring to the table? Uh, just more nonsense as normal, but oh, delightful. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but there there's a couple of achievements out there that I don't know. It really got me uh, uh weak in the knees. The uh, juice is flowing, as they'd say. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm going to try to share those, but I actually had one, this is kind of a half story, not much to it, but I actually had an epic gaming moment last night. Ooh. So, yeah, so it's just kind of fresh in my mind, so I'm just going to lead with that, and that is that that G-test is over. It's oh, over. man. And so I have been just locked into a room, just sitting down, and I just hate sitting, and I, I've just been unable to join the real world and my life's just been spiraling and getting behind and everything so it's over i and- imagine you in like a <laughs> howard hughes type moment where you're just locked in a dark room building yeah. scale models and yes. you know fingernails extend yep. well past your your right. the cuticles. my blocks were one aca game at a time <laughs> just put one aca here put another aca there yeah it was it was it was a house of aca yep. and uh and so, obviously, this was not a very pleasant gaming experience for the past, oh, just several months, it seems. And and so, I finally, I got Assassin's Creed Odyssey for Black Friday. I went out again. Now, last time we talked, I had just bought Assassin's Creed Origins at the, <laughs> the Walmart on the other side of the tracks. And That's that right. That was the last time we talked. But uh, I didn't have to go to the other side of the tracks this time, but I still went with my nephew, and I got my copy for $27. And then it sat there. <laughs> and then it sat there some more. <laughs> just and I just you. sat there and looked at it. And it, it wouldn't have been so bad if I bought the digital copy because then, you know, I wouldn't see it. Right. Like a constant reminder that I cannot play this game yet because I have this contest uh, obligation. And so, right. you know, I could always fire it up and get, you know, my 50 points for several hours' work. But uh, <laughs> there's probably better options out there. So I finally did it. I finally unwrapped it. And it was like, a brand, you know, Christmas morning oh, type absolutely. thing. And so, you know, the fresh disc and it's disc, disc, and you, the fresh disc and you stick it into the, into the wonderful console and it, you know, just fires up and then mm-hmm. it goes immediately to us. Uh, I think it was 50 gigabyte uh, download. <laughs> Massive <And> title so, <laughs> update. Yeah. And so <laughs> it, was, uh, it was the evening time. And so <laughs> I ended up only getting to play it for 20 minutes, I think. And oh, boy. I just got through the original thing. Then it was bedtime. And so, but still, it was a nice break. It looked oh, wonderful. Man. I hadn't seen graphics like that in a long time. I felt like, a, you know, I just move forward like 20 years in sure. video game history after doing all the ACAs and all I mean, these other... I mean, it's almost like driving to work and seeing real life. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, this is what my 4K TV was supposed to do. This is what my, my Xbox One S is supposed to do. It's not supposed to just play ACA games. And Oh man, and the, literally the game I played before it was Outbreak Chronicles something Ooh. or another. Yeah. It was ter- it was like a poor man's uh, Resident, uh, Evil. Resident Evil mm-hmm. minus anything that was worth anything. It was oh. just awful, and awful, it's dirty, and ju- <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's, so, that's not I, a pleasant experience, right? And so I just mainlined that, you know, right into the veins and got my <laughs> thousand, and then it was like 
Odyssey, what the, oh my goodness. It's like the TV just came alive and yeah. So there you go. That was kind of my uh, first epic gaming moment because uh, it was nice to finally be able to play something that I enjoy. I try to do that at least once a year. I mean, so. I mean, epic doesn't have to always be good. Epic just means grand. And I think your your <laughs> drive that? in GTA C is testament enough to oh. that type of epic culmination <laughs> and the the beauty of being able to have a sigh of relief when that burden is finally off your shoulders and you can play something mm. for fun. Yeah, I I got a new respect for all those I guess we should call power gamers like uh, Redemption and all those guys that do this thing twenty four seven. Man, I had I had my taste of it. I flew a little close to the sun and <laughs> and uh, my wings are gone. I yep. am I am I'm scuba diving. That's what I'm doing. So fantastic. Woo. Well, yeah. that is great because you had an epic gaming moment yesterday, as did I. Now mm. mine, you know, maybe not quite as uh, as gamer score heavy, but I listen. While I do feel terribly sorry for my poor sick daughter who spent the past few evenings puking her guts out (laughs) and my darling, darling wife for taking the heavy days, uh, the heavy lifting days off, like Monday and Tuesday, Mm. I, air quotes, sacrificed a day off to stay home and watch my daughter. Now, of course, my daughter, right, she would much rather stay in bed and watch movies to recuperate which left me something like six to eight hours of relatively uninterrupted gaming. And this, my friends, is truly (laughs) an epic win for a father of two, husband to a wife that actively hates video games. It is glorious to get to play a large chunk of video games in one sitting. So so you had this window. So how did you spend this window? What did you invest this time in? Okay. So while the achievement hunting community might laugh at this because I squandered so much gamer score, I spent it playing XCOM Enemy Within, a, uh-huh. a game I truly love. Like, I absolutely love this turn-based tactical genre. Uh, and I locked 11 achievements. One of those was a random to-do list achievement. Oh. But I, I just certainly enjoyed the full abundance of taking a sick day and not being sick. Um, <laughs> that, is, that is my epic gaming moment number three. Oh wow! Yeah, that sounds like a, uh, like a summer break for me or it's, winter break. And, I forget, uh, yeah, you're a teacher, so and you I get all and this I, time off. Yeah, I take it for granted sometimes. I'm like, oh my god, you know, people would kill for this schedule. Like, I literally just wake up and just kind of roll upstairs, and uh, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good for that. Yeah. All you of know, my I, days off involve <laughs> family related activities, so oh. I never have uninterrupted gaming time, and it is just wonderful. Yep. Absolutely wonderful. I hear you. No kids. Summer's off. I'm, I'm, I'm living the dream, my man. There it is. <laughs> living the dream. There it is. We all can't be, you know, great public servants like yourself. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just doing it for the country, you know, well, raising yeah. those youth and uh, taking my summers off and uh, playing Xbox. So, yeah. So my next moment was uh, kind of thematic with the season that is at hand. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but it's uh, Christmas time. I almost kind of missed it because. Well, I've been locked in a dungeon playing worthless games for several weeks, mm-hmm. and so I kind of yeah, I just wasn't feeling the Christmas. Uh, you you a big Christmas guy? We love Christmas in my family, and I, despite uh, Thanksgiving being a week early, I am woefully unprepared for the holidays, oh. and uh, I'm feeling immensely stressed about it. Oh, I, well, I am right there with you. Delightful. I, yeah, the last few years, or I don't know, I don't, I'm not sure when this phenomena began, but I've, I've grown to just not like the holiday, which just sounds terrible, especially with uh, the religious aspects and everything. But to say that you don't like Christmas and uh, it's, it's just really a lot of work because it's not I have... like you don't not like Jesus. It's you just don't like <laughs> Santa and the commercialism. What do you know when you say, "I don't"? I just don't like Christmas. You know, it's just it's just not a very popular stance. Sure, you know? sure. <laughs> and so I mean, you could get into the semantics with folks, but uh, in the South, uh, they're pretty much made their mind up already. If you say you don't like Christmas, that's I mean, true. You just that might is very as well true. just uh, yeah be listening to the music that Fufu listens to or something. (laughs) I hate your mother uh, music. (laughs) But, uh, so anyhow, I, I just, I'm just not a big Christmas person as of late. And so, well, there's, I must ask first, do you consider Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yeah, boy, that is, that is quite the question, isn't it? 
Listen, uh, I'm going to say no. Oh. Ultimately, it's not a Christmas movie. I understand it, it takes is. place in Christmas. No, no, you know what? I'm going to switch. On the fly, it is a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas it party. Is. It's a Christmas party. Welcome that gets... to the winning side. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it it's is. a Christmas movie. 100%. Okay. okay. Well, there's people out there that, you know, are less tolerant of, you know, the wide berth that Christmas movie encompasses. Yeah. But anyhow. I mean, Hans Gruber is really the, like the first <laughs> Grinch. Yeah. I you mean, know. Well, maybe the fir- the Grinch is the first Grinch. He's the second Grinch. Yeah. He was the second coming of the Grinch. We'll take that. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. So, the I guess I am applying this concept to to gaming. And okay. so, uh what makes a Christmas game? So, 2 years ago, I'm I'm pretty sure you uh, shared this uh, as well, but 2 years ago, I got into the Christmas spirit by playing some good old-fashioned Dead Rising 4. It just come out. It was a glorious time. I sure? I know people didn't like it too much, but I sure liked it. It got me in the Christmas spirit. I even got my free snow globe. I I went Oof. to GameStop and I like talked them out of it. I wasn't supposed to get one. I mean, but, <laughs> I, I, but I, I, I turned on that charm and I was like, oh, you see that? And so they, I finally Quite the got sweet that. talker. Yeah, yeah. I, I talked it out of that 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 nice lady. She she gave me the snow globe and I have it on you know available to look at this year. So anyhow, last year, not so much. Nothing. I didn't have anything and I was just kind of. I don't know. I just didn't really get in the Christmas mood. So I, I, I realized that my Christmas spirit was tied to gaming somehow because uh, I got that boost from Dead Rising. And mm-hmm. so this year, I hadn't really thought about it. But then I was G-tasked to teen, and all of a sudden, what is this? It was like a diehard experience. And okay. so, yeah, it's like, it was a Christmas game, but it wasn't. It was called The Long Reach Around. It Ooh. was... <laughs> yeah, and so it's cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The long reach around got me in the Christmas spirit. So, have you played this game? You know much about it? I know cursorily about it. Okay, well, it's kind of like a eight bit type game, and uh, it's like uh, you're it's you're in an office building for the most of it, and mm-hmm. so there is a killer on the loose, and Ooh. this killer, I mean, I guess he's doing what killers do. You know, they like kill people sure. that's usually yeah that's what most killers do and so he's on a killing spree and you're in this office and you're trying to get out and there's some other stuff at play i skipped a, a lot of the dialogue and <laughs> by a lot of them i mean all of it and so i'm not sure if there's a bigger backstory but there's like cults and there was uh some guy with like severed heads that he thought were talking to him and and it was it was very dark and and like Lots of blood, lots of eight uh, bit gore. Sure, and yeah, and so it was fantastic. I and but what's this? There were some Christmas flyers on the wall. Oh yeah, <laughs> there was a Christmas tree a few times in the background, and there's one part where this spoiler alert: some dude hangs himself with some Christmas lights, and they turn <laughs> on. There's like this dangling body, and there's like eight uh, bit Christmas lights flashing, and he just wanted to be an ornament. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he went out, you know, he wanted to look beautiful as he went yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, but anyway, I viewed this as a Christmas movie. And this this game, or this movie, this game is a Christmas type uh, sure. game. Yeah. And so, uh, I feel that it tied into the Christmas genre as well as Dead Rising 4 did. And I found myself feeling Christmas. I felt real, like, sharing the Christmas joy after playing this game. Your heart and grew three sizes that day? <laughs> it did. It did. And I just, I just, it meant a lot to me. I, I needed that at that point in my life where I was just in the darkest uh, throes yeah. of this tournament that was consuming my life. And it was like a ray of hope. Yeah, you're it's, feeling Krampus and you got Santa Claus. I Perfect. Yep, there you go. That Perfect. was my, uh, I guess that was a pretty recent story, so... Fantastic on that. Wow, just rapid fire here. Well, yeah. you have been talking about, about death um, <laughs> and Christmas. Christmas, Christmas. Christmas this, right. unfortunately, is not Christmas-related, but it is dead-related. <laughs> uh, my, it, it is associated with one very specific achievement. Now, I am pretty sensitive to spoilers, and I definitely don't want to ruin an experience for anybody, so consider this your spoiler warning for a game that is nearly seven years old. Telltale's The Walking Dead Season 1, rest in peace. Um, <laughs> so, okay, I say that game now. Mo- yeah, most Wee. people are, are going to think, all right, well, I know what moment he's going to talk about, right? Okay, yeah, well, that is a particularly emotional moment 
Mm-hmm. It was, in my opinion, kind of predictable. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the, oh, yeah. The, yeah. the very end? Yeah. Not, yeah. That's not it. No, no. Did, that's you, not... did, you, did you shoot him? Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He had to go. Uh, well, no, I am talking specifically about the achievement called Handle It from Episode 3. So let me, let me paint the picture here for you. All right. All right. So far, we have descended into a world of chaos rife with reanimated corpses. There have been conflict within your group of survivors. Relatively <laughs> meaningless people have met their grisly end to the decayed jaws of zombies and the hand of, you know, bad guys, quote unquote, or even mm-hmm. taking their own life, whatever. Uh, and the group finds themselves cruising down the train tracks in their iron steed when they're forced to make a stop and address a situation. <laughs> All right. That event was the ever-annoying boy named Duck. Uh, that is Kenny and Katya's son. Do you uh, do you recall this uh, this little youngster? Yeah, they. Um, yeah. What's his name? Actually, Duck, or was that just a nickname? It's a nickname. Remember. He's Kenny Junior, and they call him oh, okay. Duck. Yeah, right. uh, yeah. And he's been stricken with this plague that will at- eventually turn him into a Zed. Uh, now, you know, his time has come. The little boy needs to go. And so Lee, your, your playable character, follows Kenny, Katya, and Duck as they take a, a little walk from the, the train <laughs> to, quote-unquote, take care of the problem or handle it, as the achievement title suggests. And so, like, in my head, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, well, I know how this is going to play out. You know, one of us is going to put Duck down. Uh, I, don't, I don't know the details of how it's going to play. So, you know, I got all these scenarios running in my head. And, and, and the decisions, the conversations that are happening now— Sidebar here. Remember when we didn't know that your decisions were totally pre-planned? Like this was before. <laughs> this is when you had freedom of choice. Oh man! So you thought yeah. you just really messed this up? I thought. I thought <laughs> that this was actually my fault and how things went. You know, I had this illusion of freedom. Uh, okay, that was a beautiful, magical time. Um, <laughs> in a you, you know, this story was my very personal, unique experience. Okay, back to the story. So okay. conversation goes through, and Katja, uh, you know, she steps up and says, listen, you know, it's a mother's job. I should be able to do it. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Okay. This is great. Yes, ma'am. It is all <laughs> you. You take care of it. And so I, I let my guard down thinking, okay, good. So Katja's going to do it. And bam! Katja killed herself. What the? Cue the spit take. <laughs> I mean, I was just stunned. Absolutely shaken to the core. I was like, I had no idea that was coming. And it was amazing. <laughs> like, I, I distinctly remember I finished that scene, which was just like, it's like a third of the way through the episode. I mean, it wasn't even a, an ending cliffhanger. Like, I had right. no idea this was coming. And so I, I set my controller down. I got up. I walked around. And I <laughs> felt moved to go upstairs and wake my wife up and tell her this grisly tale, which she didn't care about. But suffice it to say, like, this was the first... Wait, moment. How, how, how did that conversation go? I was just like, oh, Katie, you will not believe what just happened. I mean, like, this they just this character and I I mean I couldn't even get a sentence out. I was stuttering so much. She just she killed herself. Like I mean, like right in front of me. It was you know, and it was crazy. And she's like, shut up, go to bed. Uh, but this was that that first moment in gaming that like blew me away through compelling storytelling. Like, I mean, I couldn't believe it. Um, you know, I wanted to talk about my experience with others, uh, solidified any notion that, that gaming was this beautiful medium that could tell and spin these delightful stories. Uh, you know, this, to me, was where gaming solidified itself and said, this, this is what gaming is. Awesome storytelling. You can have, you know, yeah, your Call of Duties are fun. Your other games, you know, Mario, Squash, and Goombas, great. But there can be an emotionally driving story behind all of these fun action uh, moments. And this, to me, was that, <laughs> that springboard into, holy crap, gaming is awesome. Right. Uh, and right. so that is my epic gaming moment number two. Awesome. Yeah, she was really terrible at Duck Hunt. Oh, just... snap. <laughs> <laughs> but nothing says gaming potential like, you know, a, a suicide, homicide. Uh, yeah, that was... Yeah. Yeah, that was that was. I, I, she didn't kill him, right? Like, no, she, she didn't shoot she him. She just and took then, the coward's way out and was like, "That's Bam, right." Just and shot then you had to. Then I had right. to do it. That's right. I don't yeah. remember if I did it or Kenny did it. Like I said, I mean, I was just black. I was I blacked <laughs> out. It was so like, what right. the hell just happened? 
Yeah, I, I'm sure I've done it both ways as many times as I've played that game now. Yeah, I miss so. the days when the the illusion of choice was there. Like yeah. that was such a glorious. It was like it was like back in the time when. Uh, do you remember the movie The Ring? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The scary movie with the ring. Oh, so like, I had got a pre-release version of that. Someone had pirated it and and ripped it, and so it was not in theaters. They had downloaded it, burned it on a CD, and were playing it. And so like, I had there was no marketing buzz about it. We had no idea. <laughs> oh, wow. My buddy was just like, "Hey, this is some found footage stuff, man. Like this stuff." And he's playing into it, and like we are just eating it up. And I was in high school at the time, and we watched this in my friend's basement, and we were just like. We gotta get a search party going. Like, there's people missing in the woods. Are you kidding me? You know, like, just it was beautiful. It was beautiful. The innocence, the the arrogance to to what was happening. Now I've seen how the sausage is made, and it's it's not quite as compelling. But man, those were some those were some serious moments. <laughs> and just for clarification, not a Christmas movie either. Well, no, I guess it isn't. Uh, well, but the Die Hard is, but uh, that one's not. not <laughs> I thought you were gonna go with Bullet Storm, like for a second. You know, <laughs> just play up that angle. So I appreciate that it was a, a homicidal. Uh, was he an axe murderer? How- <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, I got my number two one here. Um, uh, another my next story. It is uh, from a game called Shank. 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 I've never played, but I am familiar with it. Okay. Well, it. I first started this game a long time ago. So this was before I even knew what achievement hunting was. This was, um, the year was 2010, and I was just, you know, playing for whatever. Just, I, don't, I have no idea how I even stumbled upon this game. I probably saw it in like a magazine or something, and it was just like, oh, that looks kind of cool. That and is so, a weird one that should not be a mainstream game. Like, I am yeah, no immensely curious this. about how this happened. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, Well, that's what I'm curious. I, I have no idea. I just fell into the shank you know, bandwagon somewhere along the way. I yeah. assume they had marketing of some sort. Uh, maybe I just saw it was a cheap game, and it was uh, one of those 200-point Xbox Live games, which I would, wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole at this point in my life. But uh, back in the day, I, I, I made the exception. And so if you don't know what this game is, it's kind of a side-scrolling. It's not a beat-em-up. It is a side-scrolling, kill-everyone, let-God-sort-em-out type game. You're basically running around, and I guess Shank is... Uh, not only your name, but how you choose to dispose of everyone in the sense that you shank them over and over again. Uh, then you start getting more weapons, and then yeah. you shoot them, and then you shank them. Yeah, Sometimes you shank pokey. them. Yeah, you shank them, then you shoot them. Sometimes you shank them, then you shoot them, and then you chainsaw them. Uh, it, there's a wide variety here. Yeah. Sometimes you, you slice, then you shank. Uh, so all of these things. So anyhow, and uh, the achievements... Uh, all are tied to kind of killing people. You got uh, achievement for killing a thousand people. Uh, you get uh, there's some other ones below that one, like kill a hundred, kill ten. Uh, it doesn't take very long to get to that point. Uh, kill a hundred people with a chainsaw. Who can't get with that? And so um, I'm just noticing that all our stories are kind of morbid here. It's a little bit. Wrong with a it. little uh, bit. Some, I don't know the Christmas story. That was kind of in, enlightening, but uh, you know, it was, yeah, it's, it's like one foot over the line, one <laughs> foot. You know, you're just balance beam. There you go. All right. So uh, so all the achievements basically have a pretty low ratio. Uh, this was back in the days of what I call completionist Elroy. Uh, this was a uh, young young gentleman who was uh, trying to finish these games. They, he kind of stumbled upon to what achievements were and said, well, I'm really good at this game. I want to get all of them for each game just to show that I'm really good at that game. I think that was my, my train of thought. So sure. enter Shank and... I started the game in twenty third or twenty ten, right? And then, and let's see, uh, I wrote it down uh, August, I believe it was. <laughs> yes, August nineteenth, twenty thirteen. I finished this game, and Got so it. I took a break from it. Uh, I'm not sure how long the break was. It was just really um, taxing for me because there's two achievements that just wouldn't pop for me, and those two are one is for it's only got about 2.0 ratio uh and that is for finishing the co-op campaign i don't believe there was any multiplayer uh functionality with this game and so you needed a good couch partner for this and so being without friends Mm -hmm. uh 
that like is most a of us are. <laughs> yeah, it was quite a challenge. And Kelly, that just was not a go. I, I'm saying, hey, Kelly, you want to come kill like you know a thousand people? <laughs> with all kinds of weapons. I mean, I'm sure that she would really have gone yeah. for that. So finally, I, I've ha- I had a friend for a while, and I think that's why I picked it back up in 2013. It took me three years to find a friend. Mm-hmm. And so then the co-op one, no problem. Got that one done. And then the second one, it has a 3.72 ratio. I, I'm not sure how I feel about that. I looked that up. At the time, I didn't know what that was. Right. I didn't know if that was... I mean, I just knew that this one achievement was really difficult, and I was having trouble with it. And yep. that was uh, defeating the game on hard mode. So okay, you have to... The hard mode, it's the exact same game as most games are. You know, they mm-hmm. just kind of take away some of those perks. So you take more damage with every hit. And then, most notably, there's not checkpoints. You Ooh. have to get through the whole stage on its own, and then till you get to the, I think if you get to the boss, you can die and you start at the boss. But uh, basically, there's no checkpoints. That's so, dicey. <laughs> yes. And so when you're a platforming game and uh, you get in those later stages, this becomes an issue because you got to kill, 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 and then do some platforming. The controls are a little dicey at times because you're basically using your knives and you're like running across billboards and you got to jump at the right time. You're sliding down shingles and you've got to jump at the right time to land on things that you can swing off of and it's it's very action packed game. Sure. A lot of things can go wrong with all these moving parts. Uh there's there's always seems to be a whole just welcoming your your entrance and uh you just fall right in and well guess what? If it's you're back to the beginning of the stage. Oh, Probably should, don't don't fall in that hole next time. How uh, many stages so, are there? Oh gosh, I think there's about six. It's not okay. a long game. Sure. Maybe seven or eight. Seven. I don't know. It's a, it couldn't be more than seven. It's a pretty quick playthrough, or supposed to, uh, except for when you restart every freaking <laughs> twenty right? seconds because you fall in a hole. Uh, but that's not the only issue because you're taking damage and they're they're you have to. Uh, so the stage and I got through most of the stages and then I get to this one stage. It's the stage with the priest, and so the priest. He's he's not very priestly. Um, this whole game's about revenge. Uh, I, I kind of okay. forgot that whole part. Uh, sure. You, yeah. Why it's so violent is um, you're like some kind of hitman, and and there's a mix up, and you kill your girlfriend, or they told you to kill your girlfriend, you don't kill the, your girlfriend, so they kill your girlfriend. So there's a dead girlfriend. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And, and you're mad about it. Very oh, angry. I'd, I'd be mad too. Yeah. Very angry. And so yeah. uh, there's several people to. Uh, that have to atone for this. The priest sure. is one of them. So I mean, he's like, I, I get so mad that I would consider chainsawing a hundred people. <laughs> yeah, and a little <laughs> boop, boop. I mean, a little, yeah. little perk too. Totally know. makes sense. Yeah, and why not just do nine hundred more for that next achievement? And so, well, not with the chainsaw, but you know, shank, yeah. slice, shoot. Well, you don't want to get bored. <laughs> whatever you got to do. So, uh, so this it's the penultimate stage. So the last stage, I think the main guy's name is Caesar or Cesar or something like that. And then this guy's the priest. I don't know what his name was, but or maybe he was Cesar. Cesar know. Milan, he, the dog whisperer. <laughs> How'd you know? No, he. Uh, uh, oh, you do do you do uh, shank some dogs though? Now <gasps> you speak of it. Yeah. Too far, too far. Yeah, I know. I know. What, what a what an animal. Yeah, he's an yeah. antihero. <laughs> well. You know, you can't uh, chainsaw a thousand people without breaking a few eggs. So, sure. um, yeah. And so this last stage, this priest, he's not just going to sit idly by in his little priest tower and and just let you approach all willy dilly uh, while you're going through his little minions or anything like that. Oh no! Oh no! He's got a plan. He got a rocket launcher. He's oh. got a rocket launcher. So while this whole stage is going on. There's just random rockets that are just falling out of the air, blowing up <laughs> near you. And so it's like, you know, it blows up near you. Yeah. And then two, three seconds later, you see it coming in. And and they're not terrible, except for you're, you're like platforming. So if you time it wrong, you're going to get hit with this rocket while you're platforming, yeah. and you're going to fall in the hole. And if you are not over a hole, it's going to take off about a third to half of your health. So you probably shouldn't have done that. And next time you play through... You should not get hit by that rocket. Sure. And so, yeah, it's in theory. I think that's what they were thinking. And then they get to this one part. So you finally get to this one part, and there's this long hallway. Now, this hallway, I assume, was built by someone with the thought in mind that there's not going to be a rocket-firing priest uh, shooting at it. Sure. And so 
He shoots the rocket, and it lands. It hits the roof, and like the roof just comes down everywhere. Well, Shank's not designed to take that kind of damage. No. And it just falls all over you, and there goes another third of your health. And then you proceed a little bit further. Oh, oh my, there's some more roof falling on you. And, and it just keeps going and going. And this stage, it just won't end. And there's no <laughs> checkpoints. And it just took forever. And so why this is on the Epic Gaming uh, list is because I put so much into this freaking achievement. And finally, it was one of those glorious moments oh, when you realize, oh, my gosh, there's the priest. I made it to the freaking priest. And you slap the freaking rocket launcher out of his freaking hands and then you finally get to fight him and it was a glorious moment for me that's that awesome. i won't forget yes i and go ahead i came off the couch i i just i just sprung up and i was like yeah yeah I just got fist pump for sure yeah oh for sure i it love was, those was, moments <laughs> now so, I, I gotta circle back to this because because I'm, I'm just running through this image in my head as if it were real now first of all uh -huh. kudos to the structural integrity of this church i mean if it can take <laughs> so many rockets and oh, not yeah. completely collapse I mean, even parts are collapsing but you know clearly there's still a backdrop and things i mean <laughs> it, it likely has taken upwards of 15 to 20 rockets uh to this to the roof well, a lot of it is on the approach there, but yes, uh, once you do get to the roof section, yes, it, it is actually it is a compliment to the engineers. Yeah. You're right. So that's that's the other part of it. As I'm just picturing, like, you know, this, you know, if I, I think of my church here, my local church, and if it's like <laughs> I'm at my house and he's just firing rockets randomly into the sky, yes. and they just so happen to be just bombarding every single hut and building <laughs> on my approach to my church, like. You, this guy's a think, monster. Yeah, you would think that other people would take yeah. action, not just you. Like maybe some local authorities sure. might take note of random rockets being fired around. Or like, and, or like yeah. you know, since I live east of my church, maybe somebody on the <laughs> west side of the church could say, "Hey, could you stop firing rockets at the other half of the town, yeah. please?" Oh, I'm with you 100. percent I mean, it would have made it a lot. Uh, you know, if there was some kind of neighborhood, uh, a neighborhood uh, watch, council, yeah, a neighborhood watch, they yeah. could have uh, stepped in and said, uh, "Yeah, uh, this is not in the ordinance here." Yeah, um, no bueno. Yeah, no bueno, bueno on the rocketo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, indeed. So, but there you go. But uh, just for timeline purposes, I know a lot of people know about Completionist Elroy, and so this was in 2013. Yeah, and so this was the summer of 2013 when this wrapped up, and I did get my completion, and so. Guess what the next game I chose was? <sighs> Borderlands. And oh, so boy. Borderlands, and I've told this story. I, you probably haven't got to this part in the in the uh, point in the podcast uh, archives I, yet. I am six weeks behind. I'm, yes, I'm yes. a little sluggish on my, my podcast listening. Well, uh, speaking of slugs, uh, their, their cousins, the crab, uh, there's a crab called Crawler Max who stole my soul and yeah. killed, killed Completionist Elroy. And uh, that was in the... Uh, fall, I believe, of 2013, and then I went to Ask Creed, and um, yeah, played through that whole series, and that was the end of Completionist Elroy. I was gonna say the flags didn't break you. No, I I was still uh, devoted enough. Uh, the only ones I didn't get in the, the the series was those silly cat and mouse multiplayer crap. That, I hate oh, that too. They're the God, worst. God, it was just yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll go look for flags all day before you make me play that. I oh. finished Brotherhood, and you know this is definitely not an epic gaming moment because I spent <laughs> upwards of eight hours punching dudes in a circle. Right. Uh, that is that is by far the worst experience, but <laughs> the fastest way to level up. Yeah, those are miserable. Oh, yeah. I'm with you on that one. Yeah, I hate that so. nonsense. So, Cromerex. Yeah, man. That he, guy. He broke you? You know, that was I, got the end some, of it. I got some modded weapons that could help out. You know, I keep... A lot of people do. I, I'm I'm planning on doing it for my 600,000th achievement point. I'm going oh, to, I am going you're right to, there, aren't you? Uh, five... 60-ish? 550-ish? Pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been busy since we last talked. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I need a life. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. Competitions will do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, yeah. What? You got another moment for us? I do. I do. And All it's right. funny that you, you were going to save this for the end, but because, oh. no, 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 because of your story, this leads perfectly into mine. Oh, um. Wow. My epic moment number one. Let me let, let's travel back to a simpler time. Like you said, 
It was sometime in 2006 uh, where I got my Xbox 360 as a wedding gift. And one of those early games I played was Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion. Uh, you know, the beautiful Bethesda, uh, you know, magnum opus before Skyrim became that such game. When I started this game, I fell off pretty hard. Like, I, I think I played for like 8 to 10 hours, and it was just not my thing. Now... I, I I didn't get the I didn't get the mechanics. I was underwhelmed by the graphics. I just I d- didn't. Other things came up like Dead Rising, Call of Duty. I was one of those popular gamer type gamers. Uh, uh, didn't have anything. Now the details <laughs> are a little hazy, mainly because I didn't have Xbox Live Gold and uh, unlocking achievements online. So I have no idea in this weird 2006 2007 world what the hell I was doing because there's no timestamps. But I do remember, because eventually I picked it up in November of 2007, probably for Modern Warfare multiplayer, but mm-hmm. this is, uh, this is the, when I joined the ranks of Xbox Live. And I apparently picked this game up for the holidays, and it just clicked with me. Uh, you know, I'm hacking, slashing my way through whites and skeletons, delving deep into the intricate caverns, exploring the myriad landmarks that riddle the countryside. And, it, and, and, and through all of this, at some point, these weird things kept popping up on my screen. Bleep bloop. Bleep bloop. <laughs> and I looked at the description, and every time one came up, and it was like, just why don't you go explore this area and why don't you do this and boy you should join the fighters guild and the mages guild and the thieves guild and the dark brotherhood <laughs> bleep bloop bleep bloop and they just kept coming and and eventually i popped them all i got every single one except one oh. and that one of course the champion of cyrodiil and uh and i saved that one to the end and the finished that thing and that became my first base game completion uh i took a hard stance on dlc which i changed about 18 months ago and so basically base game completions were like my jam um i I thought (laughs) dlc was money grabs i didn't want to pay for that crap that didn't count as a completion in my book I've since switched. Every, you know, you need to buy is, the DLC. Is this a, a completionist freemhole? Uh, I'm, I'm still about? quite a completionist. I just had an unfortunate February of 2013 where I was like, <laughs> well, I have <laughs> all these games. I might as well pop one achievement in them and did a stupid bean dive, and I regret it ever since. Oh, um, what what are some casualties from that list? Oh, boy. Uh, kar- karaoke Revolution, American oh. Idol. Um, oh. I still have copious amounts of xbox live arcade games those 200 pointers that i don't want to do mm-hmm. um a lot of popular games rage is on that list you know rage 2 coming out i want to want to get back to those i mean they're, they're games i want to visit at some point but they're you know and there was they were fun it was fun to do the dive because you're just you're, you're playing games for like an hour or two sometimes to get into it you're like Oh yeah, I could see really liking this. Oh, I got my achievement though. I should put it away and have never touched it since. <laughs> Those are the worst. Um, uh, do but you still have do you still have all these oh, games? Yeah. Or? I don't. I don't sell my games. Oh, Anything that's oh. not completed, completed, I still own. Oh, um, I am. A, I am a hoarder when it comes to <laughs> uh, loot. So I have a a ottoman that is completely full of uh, physical games, and now I have a multiple hard drives and thumbsticks filled with games digitally, which I just can't stop buying. Um, But that simple completion, that base game, has led me down the path of completions and achievements. Um, A side note, I'm super glad I did that one last because the ending of that story sucked, and it was super anticlimactic. So getting (laughs) that last achievement and popping the completion was... A much more glorious fitting to the end of that game. Uh, eventually, I would circle back in 2013 and and finish the DLC. Maybe it was 2011. I I, I did finally do the Shivering Isles at one point. I did it in you know like a quick eight hours or whatever. But finishing that first base game completion, leading me down the world that is achievement hunting. Um, and and yes, I I've, I guess I've still always been a completionist. Um, I just this past two years, I've been like of of two minds. You know, I look at my games collection and I think, hey, 
Uh, you got a lot of games on here, so to get rid of them, I think the best way to do that is to get rid of all the zero to one hour games, one to two hour games, three to four hour games. Start low, so you can just just get them that's, off your tag. That's that sounds like my December. So yeah, yes, I, I can relate. You might also be able to relate with the quality of those games. Oh, they're fantastic! Yeah, yeah, they, they, there are some <laughs> other games I'd much rather be playing, and so. As of two months ago, I said, enough is enough. It is time to clean up the tag. Uh, oh. And so I've got a, a, a pared down list to 182 titles that I am actively focused on to try and, and okay, I'm going to put air quotes around complete because like I, there's some Gears of War stuff on there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not yeah. happening. Yeah, uh, was that uh, seriously achievement? That seriously, three point Yeah, kiss my ass. There's no that. way. Those yeah. are that's just nonsense. Or like even even the ones where it's like, kill a hundred dudes with your lancer, or kill a hundred dudes <laughs> with grenade. It's like nope, I'm not playing any multiplayer. But like I'll go <laughs> co- I'll go collect some dudes, you know, dog tag cog tags. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll do that kind of stuff. And so uh, so completing. For those games, is like let's just play through the story, get the experience, pick off the low hanging fruit, put it away. But there's a bunch of things in there that it's like, well, in coming around the corner, uh, that the start of 2019 will be Freemholes Completions Challenge 2019, where I task people to get 30 completions in a year that fit specific themes. Oh, uh, and so, did, so I just finished. You, uh, I did. I just Star Wars. Did you uh, get the Star Wars one? I did. Uh, Force Unleashed was my Star okay. Wars game. The and uh, I think, I think it was NBA Kirkland uh, said it best. He said the most painful part of that completion is paying twenty dollars for the DLC. Hundred percent agree. Like it, that <laughs> you is, have to get the DLC for uh, that. To, that is oh, by far for the, the worst part. Oh, jeez. Uh, right. I feel super guilty about spending that, but uh, it something tells me, uh, you know, Disney is not going to uh, put the DLC on sale for Christmas. Just, just a thought, uh, you know. <laughs> they might put it on the twenty sixth, you know. But uh... yeah, I can't wait that long. And it just so <laughs> happened to coincide beautifully with the twelve days of Christmas challenge, uh, because that is both a uh, DLC. For day six, four, whatever the hell day that was, and games with gold and backwards compatible. So I triple dipped for the DLC oh, wow. on the 12 days of Christmas. It was delightful. Triple dog dipped. Yeah, Man. I know. Are you uh, are you participating? I know that I, yeah. I saw in the last show that they were talking about it, but I don't think you were part of that discussion. No, I um, I was kind of coming in late on it, so I went ahead and signed up for it. And here's the—you uh, got the whole month to do it. Why not? Yeah, Easy. I figured by the end of the month I'd be get around to finally wanting to do something like that. What and, What uh, day are you on right now? I think I'm on day three. Okay. I just need to go grind through another uh, ACA game to uh, get that last uh, multiplayer or right. online achievement. I, I, I don't do much online, and so uh, those ACA games really cater to me on that aspect. So I, I did the, the Rocket League DLC for that, which is okay. the, the news title update, because I had it completed, and they're like, hey, why don't we just throw another six achievements on here? It's like, ah, you ruined my completion. <laughs> so, But I happened to get my uh, my three of those. Um, I'm on day eight, which is collectibles. So oh. uh, the easiest one, and I'm I'm glad I did. Uh, I have it available to me. Is doing Life is Strange, uh, the Before the Storm. Uh, Easy, simple playthrough. Beautiful story. Uh, I and I just boom, boom, boom. Play episode one, and I've got day eight in the books. Nice. I uh, I, I guess I still have that one available. I haven't played it because I played the first one, and I'm still waiting on those pops. Life is strange. Uh, where are they? I I did what I was supposed to. The whole and deer. So, yeah, and so I couldn't. I didn't want to go any further because I was like, well, I don't know if there any of them are going to pop at this point. <laughs> and so why go further down this road? You know. Right. And uh, so yeah, it was when you get to the school and and then you like have to take pictures of some skeletons and stuff like that. And I'm like, I I did everything. I followed the walkthrough perfectly. Where's my chivos? That's and a travesty. Yeah, they broke the cardinal sin. You you earn it. You, you're supposed to get it. Gotcha. So it might, might as well just be an ACA game if it's going to be glitchy like that. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's fun that uh, that we both had uh, you know a completion on our list. Why don't you wrap it up with your oh. final epic gaming moment story? 
Well, I'm thinking uh, how to tie it all together. So I was thinking, you know, I started on the couch and I and you know, Assassin's Creed Odyssey kind of saved me from this uh, deluge of yeah, the just, depths uh, of your own hell. <laughs> yes, and so around that time, uh, that contest actually affected me physically. I, um, I. My butt was literally sore. I couldn't Ooh. like I I'd start standing while I was playing these games. It's, Special you know, pillow. Yeah, and so I don't know. It was the couch, and then I started getting back pain. I don't know if I was just sitting at the wrong. Age. I felt like I had aged ten years by the time I finished this silly competition. So I'm not used to sitting that much. And so this reminds me of a happier time, and yep. that is this epic gaming moment, which occurred on Shape Up, and so. Mm. It's a workout game. Yes, it uh, is. You're you're a physically fit uh, individual. Have you yeah. uh, played this game or uh, I have not inclined to? Okay. I've I've played a fair share of Connect games in my life, but not mm-hmm. Shape Up. Yeah, it's, I'm more uh, of a Wipeout guy. Oh, okay. Well, this this game's not terrible. I mean, okay. did you do Xbox Fitness? No. Oh, okay. Well, see, I enjoyed that one. I I I did the whole running from zombies uh, little track and took that as far as you could. I did a. Uh, uh, all kinds of stuff on the Xbox. I series. saw that too late when they were closing servers down. I was like, "Oh, I would have enjoyed that." Yeah, it was a it was a cool little thing. And then, uh, so I I had a good experience with Xbox Fitness, and so I thought, well, Shape Up would be a good one. Sure. And so I I'm kind of I've talked about my physicality a lot, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to bore people to death with that again. But I'm of the impression if it's a physical challenge on the game, then I should be good to go. I you know, I'm just I'm just confident like that, and so. Yeah. Uh, I figured I can do anything that they asked me to do. And so I got an RTDL assignment. Okay. So so I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm partially going to blame you for this. And so <laughs> <laughs> and so I got the achievement beat the beat master. Not okay. the beast master or anything like that, but nope. beat beat master. And it boasts a 7.28 ratio and <laughs> If you get it, your chances are you're going to get the other one, which is a Star is Born achievement, which is a 7.39 ratio for getting all the stars on the Beatmaster quest. Sure. So, yeah, so there's a quest system where basically there's a couple of characters. I think you can download some more if you want to pay some extra money, some DLC and all that good stuff. But there's two that they come with. And the first one is uh, the Luchador, which is some gringo in a mask. It's yep. I, I don't think he's ever... You might know where Mexico is on a map, but uh, I, I assume that he's just somebody at, at <laughs> Ubisoft offices that that had the best uh, Hispanic accent. Yeah, uh, it's probably Jack but, Black, actually. <laughs> you're right. And so the other one is the Beatmaster, which mm-hmm. is your stereotypical Asian pop star type okay. character that... If the lady wasn't Asian, it would probably be uh, a lot of eyebrows raised because it was sure. pretty pretty bad. And so, um, <laughs> so I start in on this, and I finally get to the boss. And so the challenges are supposed to get you trained for your 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 encounters with the boss. You you encounter him about four times, and so. I don't really see the correlation between these exercises and what you're supposed to do against the bosses, but I'm sure there's a correlation there. And so I'm just going to take the word on it. And so for me, it was just a bunch of jumping and a bunch of, you know, uh, burpees and stuff like sure. that. And, you know, nothing too terrible. And so flailing your arms about, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. And so as long as the Connect saw me, which was a big if, <laughs> as long as the Connect, uh, played nice then i had no problem completing anything uh there's a couple of exercises when i get on the ground like when i got on the ground it, it all bets were off oh, i don't yeah. know if my connect is just not calibrated or maybe it just doesn't know how to look down uh but, it thinks you're an ottoman <laughs> yeah it's like i get on the ground and i'm just gone like yeah. i just turned into nothing it's like i i evaporate on the screen <laughs> and uh, so those were problematic. There was a, a couple of ab exercises where you have to get on there. So I, I kind of situated like a bench I have, a workout bench, and oh, kind of sit on there and tried to make that work. And uh, But anyway, so I get to the final one, the, the boss, which is the Beatmaster. Now, I had troubles right off the bat on the first few encounters, and they get progressively more difficult. And so I got through the first one somehow, and the problem is, is that it's not – Anything to do with being fit or anything to do with uh, your uh, physical attributes. Sure. It is called Beat Master. 
It is basically rhythm at that point. Oh, and so, the bane of my existence. <laughs> it is. Well, I'm right there. I think I might I might have been one one person ahead or one person behind in the rhythm line when it was being passed out because yeah. I I got no rhythm. And yeah. so um so I countered this as any uh uh rhythmless man would. And so I got my lovely wife to be me in this game and exhibit her rhythm. She has rhythm. Yeah, and, and so she did the second and third stage for me, and then it got to the final one. I just needed this one achievement. The month was running late. The RTDL was going to close on me, and I was going to feel great shame if I couldn't get the silly peak achievement on a physical game. Like, well, like, well, I had the physical yeah. copy, but as far as a physical challenge, what is perceived right. as a physical challenge, not knowing that it was actually a rhythm challenge. And so... Yeah, you needed an argy bargy <laughs> or bungee smuggle or whatever, that, that achievement from the RTDL. Oh, uh, yeah, this one, no, this was not happening. And so this one, um, Kelly couldn't do it. She she cool. tried, bless her heart. She tried, she tried. She, it, it just wasn't happening. She's like, this is impossible. And so she she lost heart. She discouraged every everybody in the room, which is just me. And then she left <laughs> and left me for, you know, good luck with that kind yeah. of a thing. And so at that point, I was like, well, I got to get this done. So I started in on it. It was just terrible. I got a little progressively better every time, but not really. Uh, we're going to be there for a while. But I did notice there's just a couple sections in there where it's not rhythm. It's where you just sprint. And so you got to put them up and put them down as fast as you can. And I noticed, wait a minute, this is where I'm going to get some points. <laughs> and so I would basically play this. And so I would just be stomping around. I look like I'm trying to kill, I don't know, a den of cockroaches or something. I'm just <laughs> stomping around trying to hit these keys. I mean, I, I'm sure it just looked terrible. Uh, maybe there was a fire on the floor. And I'm trying, I mean, I'm just stomping go. all wildly. I mean, there's no rhythm there. I'm just trying to hit keys that I think are going to light up and, and uh, and so then it gets to the section where you got to run. And let me tell you something. That's when I ran. And I ran my I, – I just ran. I, <laughs> I ran as fast as I could run. I put those feet up and down as fast as I could. And I gained on her every time. And so, she, I mean, she was far behind uh, ahead of me in the score yeah. at the end of any of the rhythm sections. But then when it got to the fast feet, that's when I knew I could take her. So – I got, I'd sit there and I sprinted, and so I tried that technique, and I got so close. So then it was time to go Hulkamania. So I ripped <laughs> the shirt off. I just throw the shirt aside. I'm like sweating, the, I'm sweating everywhere. And so I'm just gonna give it one more try. And what do you know? I, I run her down. She had no chance. I beat her by like 30 points at the nice. end. This is like out of thousands of points here. And so I beat her. Just, I just edged her out. Like I, I mean, I just took. I just wanted it more than she That's did. That's great. She, 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 she didn't want it like I yeah. wanted it. And so <laughs> I raised my arms in victory. I ran downstairs. Kelly was like about to go in bed, and I'm just like, you know, woo! You know, I'm just throwing my <laughs> arms up. I'm like a conquering hero. It just right. come back from, you know, and I'm like, you know. I'm glistening, I, woman. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I, I tell her, I took the, I, I used some colorful language, but sure. I said basically <laughs> that I took this lovely lady down. And I said, and look at me, I, you know, I am your st your beat master and all this <laughs> and stuff, and and it was just an epic moment because she appreciated it because she couldn't do it and 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 she knew that I had zero chance because she knows how I am with rhythm. Right. And so the fact that I took her down, I think I grew in in lore that day. That's uh, awesome. My wife looks at me differently now that I took down the beat master. Well, and I think it helps that she tried it and understood exactly. what you were coming, what you overcame. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. She's she got to the fast feet section. I'm like, I'm like, run! And she's like, my knee hurts. I'm just <laughs> like, oh god, you got, it. come on, this is no time for it. <laughs> I envision the running segment. Did you ever play the old uh, Nintendo Entertainment System with oh, the track and field? You know it with the little mat. That yep, that's <laughs> yep. what I envisioned you like little tiny little hamster legs, god. just running as fast as you possibly oh, can. Oh my gosh, yeah. And then I've... jumping off to the side and just <laughs> flying through the air. Yeah, yeah. Like, every once in a while, you like you. Like I think a cheat was you like get off to the side and you like yeah. smack it with your hands like real fast. Oh, see, yeah, if you just you had to time it, wet, like <laughs> if you, if you you know if you bit off too more too much than you can chew, then when you jump back on the mat, you just collapse into a pile. Yeah. But like you could get well, it where you could like fly like three hundred feet, I think. 
Yeah. Well, that and the mat would slide out from under you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a death trap. Yeah, it's like those old DDR mats. Oh, boy. I had one of those. <laughs> that, with my rhythm, I was dangerous. Uh, I'm surprised I didn't break every, both my legs on those things. So. Yeah, I've thrown yeah. a few Wiimotes in my day. Yeah, movement <laughs> rhythm games are not not my yeah. cup, my, uh, cup of tea. So, you know, <laughs> if we have another uh, conversation like this, perhaps I will share a story. That is oh. connect related because I've got a few that's a, myself. Oh, that's a tease. That's like a tease, it. baby. <laughs> well, I think we've gone long enough. I, I hope someone's still listening. I hope they stayed around and listened. Yeah, uh, and it is super pumpkin time for you. You got it. <laughs> yep. So, anyhow, well, thanks for doing the segment. It's and, been an uh, absolute pleasure, Elroy. Yeah, all right. And so, uh, look forward to doing our, another one our listeners should tell us if it was a choir of angels or a cacophony <laughs> of just noise yes indeed so anyhow thanks for listening and scene <laughs>